tonight on this episode of the Goof Duck Podcast, we are inviting Mr. Paul Porter, the announcer for the Orlando Magic. That's right, guys. Tonight is the episode that we've all been waiting for. Mr. Paul Porter from the Orlando Magic. Have you ever been to the theme parks? Do you enjoy going to them? Would you like more information about the rides, the shows, and the upcoming events that's going to be happening at the parks? Go check out GoofDuck on Twitter, Instagram, and on YouTube for those amazing videos. Ladies and gentlemen put your ears close to your radio because you are now listening to the GoofDuck podcast with Remy and Joey right here on Spotify. That's right, guys. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in to the Goof Duck Podcast right here on Spotify. You can check out all of our content on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter. Just make sure you guys use, use that hashtag Goof Duck to follow all the content. Guys, tonight I am live at the Mway Center. None other than home to one of the legendary, the legendary announcer, Mr. Paul Porter. Paul Porter, how you doing, man? Doing good, Remy. Thanks for joining me. My pleasure, man. So, uh, how long have you done as a, as a announcer? How long, how long have you been doing this for? Well, this is 31 years with the Magic that I'm in now. And prior to that, I did a year uh, in Cleveland. And uh, actually, two years of radio play-by-play and one year of PA announcing with the Cleveland Cavaliers in the early 80s. All right. So, why, uh, what made you, why did you leave the uh, Cavs? Well, they had an ownership change, and new owners came in and just totally cleaned house and even fired the organist and the team doctor. So uh, I was just among the many that got swept away, and fortunately I was able to move down to Florida and got a job with uh, Bill Musselman, who was a head coach in Cleveland for a while in the minor leagues, in the Continental League, and then uh, once the, the magic started up, I, I knew Pat Williams from his days with the Sixers and my days nice. with the Cavaliers and <laughs> made contact with him and I uh, ended up getting the public address job here. <laughs> what's, your, uh, what's your favorite memory working with the Orlando Magic? Well, I think probably uh, the 1995 NBA Finals. Even though they, they lost in four games, it was still neat to be in the Finals. And maybe even that Game 7 against the Indiana Pacers in the Eastern Conference Finals back in 95 when they they won that game convincingly and uh, earned themselves a, a ticket into the finals. Now, is it true that you uh, were the announcer for the 2012 All-Star Game? Yes, uh, I've done actually three All-Star Games, two here in Orlando and one in Cleveland. So, uh, three NBA All-Star Games and two NHL All-Star Games. I also do hockey as well. At the uh, Tampa Bay for, for the Lightning, Tampa right? Tampa Bay Lightning. Exactly. I love it. Uh, how do you uh, prepare yourself? Like, do you do, like, do any voice like any voice techniques to get your voice started, to get ready for like the announcing when you do that long Orlando and then Magic? Do you like do any preparation for well, your the voice? Real, the real key is just to stay healthy. I try and avoid colds, I try and avoid uh, sore throats. I've never had laryngitis my entire life, so I'm fortunate there. But I'm real careful with uh, 
vitamins, what I eat, and also uh, making sure when it gets a little cold outside, 60 degrees, I'm wearing a jacket. So uh, just to keep myself healthy. Especially, I mean, especially the weather tonight. It is lovely outside. You know, nice mm -hmm. 60 degrees, 70 degree weather. Right. I, it's a great night to come to a mag come to a Magic game. You know, sure is. and hear and hear your legendary voice. Feels like <laughs> basketball weather. Uh, do you do any voiceover for like any movies, video games? Both. I've done some voiceovers for a couple of movies and also for uh, uh, a Madden video game, uh, the basketball portion of it. So I've done that, done a lot of recording national uh, uh, television commercials and uh, radio commercials. You more than likely heard my voice without even realizing it was me. <laughs> now, I did see your Geico commercial a while ago. Now, that was classic. Yeah. I enjoyed it. So my wife and I, we were... Well, we had a little argument. Uh, we, were watching we were watching Space Jam the other night, and I'm like, honey, I I'm telling you, I believe that's Paul Porter doing the announcing for Space Jam. Was that you doing Space Jam? No, she actually wins on that one. Damn! That wasn't me, so uh, you owe your wife one. <laughs> uh, who are were your favorite players to announce at a uh, at a Magic game? Well, my my favorite has always been Hito Turkoglu. Uh, I, I love saying his name, and I loved his personality. I mean, he wasn't exactly a superstar, but he was a guy that was just fun to be around and, and a pleasure to, to know. And Shaquille O'Neal would be right up there at the top of the list as well. He and I became good friends over the years, uh, even after he left Orlando and went to the Lakers and to Miami. We still uh, kept in touch with each other quite a bit. What about any current players now on the roster? Do you do you have any favorites to yeah, say? I'd say Nikola Vucevic is my favorite. Again, I like to say the name. and He's a good guy, and he's uh, uh, very personable. And uh, this whole team is, is a lot of good guys. They're oh, yeah. easy to root for now. You don't have any prima donnas. And uh, these guys really enjoy playing with each other. How many wins do you think Magic's going to have this season? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping for as many as 50, but uh, I think realistically uh, they'll probably be around the 44 to 46 range, somewhere in there. Who are your, who are your top five uh, all-time favorite athletes? Oh, wow, all-time favorite athletes in all sports, you mean? Well, I mean, basketball, football, you know, the, like start from basketball. I mean, you have a good personality. You had you said that you were close with a Shaq, uh, Turkoglu, uh, the guys on the current roster right now. Yeah. Uh, who, who are your top five? Well, you... I think three of them are either current or former Magic players, mm -hmm. uh, with uh, Nikola Vucevic and Turkoglu and uh, and uh, Shaquille O'Neal. But uh, going to some other sports, Vinny LeCavalier that plays uh, played with the. Tampa Bay Lightning mm -hmm. was one of my all-time favorites and uh, really a current Lightning player that I really like a lot is uh, Steven Stamkos but I think my all-time favorite uh, hockey player was Ben Bishop, ben uh, the Bishop. former goaltender yeah. with the Lightning. He and I developed a close relationship and in fact we still text each other back and forth. <laughs> and he, I keep him posted what's going on in Tampa and he lets me know how things are going for him in Dallas. Oh nice. Well when I was working for when I was working for uh, the uh, the uh, the Walt Disney Company, I came really close to meeting uh, Sidney Crosby from the uh, Penguins. So uh -huh. I was like, man, another so, real good guy. So close. Real good guy. <laughs> Very personable and uh, yeah. a good head on his shoulders. Uh, what what advice can you give a new and upcoming uh, broadcaster slash announcer for any like any games they want to announce? I think the biggest thing I would say is just 
take the first opportunity that is offered to you. Your first job is always the hardest, and you don't have to be there for the rest of your career. But it's that old adage, it's hard to get hired if nobody will hire you, and it's, uh, it's hard to get a job if, if you haven't been hired by anybody. So you just kind of have to take whatever's available to you and, and start that way and then work your way up the ladder. That's very true. Uh, so I got one more question to ask you. I know we're on a little, a little time limit. Um, what, is your fa- what is your favorite part about your job? I think it's really just watching the excitement and the fun that the fans have. To, to add to that excitement and enjoyment of the fans, uh, they are working a, a nine to five job, or there are, many of them are working two jobs so that they can come out and go to the games. Mm-hmm. And you don't know what each individual that's in the stands is going through, has gone through, what their day was like. And to just see them come out here and be able to put a smile on their face and forget about their worries and their troubles for a couple of hours and enjoy a basketball game. Uh, that's what I enjoy the most, making them uh, smile and, and have a good time. All right, guys. Well, I got one, one just a huge favor if you'd be able to do this for me. Can you just say your your catchphrase, your Orlando magic for me? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Remy, your Orlando magic. There you have it, guys. So thank you so much for tuning in to the Goof Dog Podcast. You guys will be able to listen to this episode tomorrow. Uh, uh, Paul Porter is going to get ready, set up for this lovely game against the 76ers. And like you said, Orlando Magic, let's get a win tonight. Let's go. All right. Very good. Hey guys, so uh, there will be a part two of this podcast that will have to do with the press conference that was held by none other than Steve Clifford from the Orlando Magic talking about our amazing win against the Philadelphia 76ers. So stay tuned guys uh, and listen to the podcast tomorrow Uh, and also tomorrow morning. Uh, We'll be interviewing Mr. Russ Rollins from the Monsters in the morning. Uh, So stay tuned around 11, 1130. Uh, And then that podcast will be uploaded right after the interview. So stick around, guys. And thank you so much for uh, tuning in and listening to the Goof Duck Podcast. Thank you so much.
magic card rulings change or at least alter the tone of the game? No, it's funny. That's one of the first things that the assistants were talking about how you know bringing edge uh, to our group is important. And uh, you know tonight, I mean, you know, he did a little bit of everything, but he can guard so many different people. Um, but you know, as much as anything, it's this toughness, this competitive spirit. You know, say not gonna I mean they had they had uh, 56 points in the paint and um, they had 36 at halftime which is what we're talking about it we're just not into the ball right now we're not and um, like anything in this league you have to develop habits you don't get to practice two and a half hours a day and once the game starts you can lose some of that and uh, you know we'll have practice tomorrow but a lot of it right now is going to be on film. If we don't get back into the ball, uh, it cost us a game the other night, and uh, it was a big problem until the fourth quarter tonight. That, that fourth quarter, is, is that is that horrendous of the play this, this team has to play a reminder of how they played for the last Yeah, game. I think for sure. You know, I mean, I thought we made, you know, good play, uh, big plays at both ends of the floor. I think the other part of it is, you know, you can see that Terrence is getting his legs back under him, and um, he was a big part of it too. You know, he creates so much space for everybody just by being out there. So uh, I think having him back and able to play, uh, you know, is healthy. You know, it makes a big difference. But with a veteran like DJ Delino, and you closed the game with him tonight, I mean, he was he was penetrating and, and improving the defense the way he might all the whole fourth quarter. Uh, he was rolling, and, and uh, I almost I was going to play, actually, in the end there, I was going to play him and Markel together, but they were so big, you know, you know hard to match up, and DJ was rolling, so we just finished that way, but he had a great game. I, I, I noticed you, you matched Aaron's minutes with, with Simmons. Simmons. How, how do you think that he did, and how did he take this game? I thought he played phenomenal around the both ends of the Is it not to put, how tough is it not to uh, keep that TW 
how value, how you prefer value and rotation. There have been times throughout this year where you went 10 instead, and because you wanted down four. Just how tough was that decision to make throughout the course of the season? You gotta say it again because I'm confused. You think you're cold? No, no, I'm not trying to. I don't understand what you no. asked me. How, usually, you prefer to have a nine-man rotation, correct? That's what we did tonight. Uh, but throughout the whole season, you have sometimes made exceptions just to get MCW on the floor. Right. Uh, what, what are some of the problems that he's brought that prompted you to? Uh, to do uh, no, I, I think what we talked about before is just the placement of the edge. Uh, I also think there are guys that are good defenders. You know, he's even for this league, he's an elite defender. I mean, he's a difference maker in that he can contain the ball and create turnovers. You know, many guys can do that. He can guard ones, twos, and threes. Um, but he plays with an energy level in terms of a fight that's hard to find. Thank you. I'm sorry.